morning and welcome to Noah's Wind. I'm Mary Allison and I continue now going into the month of February looking at the main themes of the Bible. We've been looking at God, the, the Trinity, uh, throughout the beginning of the year and now going into the month of February. We come now to the third person of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit. Uh, Mary Alice, this is one of the most mysterious topics and yet one of the most wonderful topics that we can study. Who is the Holy Spirit? That's a great question, and I think very often misunderstood uh, in so many ways. And, and what we want to really focus in on today, because we, we, there's a lot to talk about, and we're going to spend several days talking about the Holy Spirit. But the first thing we want to talk about today is the fact that the Holy Spirit is a person. He's not just a force or an influence. He is a person. And um, as I was doing some study, as I was showing you, I'm all painful in this, I'm going to distill it down to just three things. There's more than these three. Mm. To show that the Holy Spirit is a person uh, and that's important to know in our relationship with him to know that he is a person uh, he's not just a frame of mind or a power you know or just an influence he is a person so let's talk about just three things that demonstrate that the Holy Spirit is a person the first first one is that he has intelligence now for this one I want to go to the book of first Corinthians chapter 2 and I want to read a little bit to you here chapter 2 verse starting in verse 10 but it was to us that God revealed these things by spirit now hopefully you can tell we're jumping in the middle of a thought so I hope you'll go get your Bible read this whole chapter to get the context okay uh, and Paul goes on to say for his spirit remember he just said God okay so God's spirit for his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets no one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. So we're, we have, see a demonstration here that the Holy Spirit, he knows things. Mm -hmm. He has intelligence, uh, and only a person can have that. Well, a force is impersonal. Yes. And a force doesn't have knowledge. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong with the Holy Spirit. They see the Holy Spirit as energy or force, but forces, you know, gravity's not, gravity doesn't have knowledge. Mm -hmm. You know, gravity has properties, but it doesn't have knowledge. The Holy Spirit, as we see throughout Scripture, like you say, is revealed to know, to have knowledge. He knows, and, and He teaches. We'll go into that on another day, but, um, and, well, let's just go on to the next verse in verse 13. Uh, Paul goes on to say, when we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to, given to us by the Spirit, using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. And this isn't the only reference to the Holy Spirit teaching, but not only does the Holy Spirit have intelligence, but He teaches us mm -hmm. with this knowledge. Um, so in that sense, we can see that the Holy Spirit is a person. Well, when Jesus was telling the disciples about the coming of the Holy Spirit in the Gospel of John, he said that, that the Holy Spirit would teach them what they needed to know and that he would show them things to come. Mm. So as an instructor, he's a person. He's not just a force. So the second thing is he shows feelings. We, we see in Ephesians chapter 4 that he can be grieved. Right. Uh, you can't grieve a force. No, you cannot. Um, so uh, A person has... Uh, 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 you have to have personhood in order to be grieved. Yes, yes, and you have to be in a relationship in order to mm -hmm. grieve someone. That's right. There's so much, you know, I think, uh, at least in our upbringing, there was so much that skimmed over about the Holy Spirit, maybe partly out of fear, 
But there wasn't a lot taught about the Holy Spirit in my Well, you know, uh, beginning in about the year 2000, I did a number of series on the Holy Spirit. I think I did the Holy Spirit, and then I did the Holy Spirit Part 2, and then I I came back and did Spirit-Filled Family Living, which we reprised reprised a few years ago. But uh, I just fell in love with studying the person of the Holy Spirit and probably preached, I don't know, 40 sermons back in those days. But I remember it was a transformative thing, and you've always believed that what God began to do in my heart was what ultimately led to the transition in New Spring. Yes, so there was a book that he randomly came across when he was flying on one of those little turnstiles in the airport. If you've flown much, you know what I'm talking about. But uh, you can still get that book. We have copies. I had it recommended to me in college, and then Warren Wiersbe actually recommended it to me. But I I didn't, didn't get it until I was on a trip speaking which somewhere. was way before amazon oh yeah <laughs> yeah and i found it's called the person and work of the holy spirit by r.a tories written in the 19th century but a tremendous tremendous book and it really revolutionized my life but going back to this very point that you make the the fact that the holy spirit has feelings and the bible does say the holy spirit can be grieved mm-hmm. well you would have to be a person in order to be grieved but i would go a step further and say you can only be grieved if you love. Yes. You can be angered by someone you don't know, but in order to be grieved, you have to love that person. You know, to be grieved by a spouse, you have to love that spouse. To be grieved by a child, you have to love that child. So it tells us so much about the Holy Spirit, who He is in our world, that He that He does love us. I think that's a really key point right there because I think we can envision a father loving us as his child. Mm-hmm. And we know about Jesus' love for us because He came to die for us, but I don't think we stop and contemplate and realize that the Holy Spirit loves us. Well, the Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 5 that the Spirit is the one who pours out the love of God on us, you know, and and that's that's in Romans chapter 5 verses 1 and 2. So, indeed, we are loved by the Spirit of God. Yes. Okay, so again, we can just go on and on. I've, I've got pages of notes. But, but the third thing I wanted to just bring out in our short little devotional today is that the Holy Spirit speaks. And you just did the series back in the summer on the book of the Revelation. Right. And we see this phrase repeated over and over, beginning in Revelation chapter 2, uh, about listen to the Holy Spirit as He speaks, as the Spirit speaks to the churches. Well, you know, I, the, the mystery of the Trinity still remains with us. And of course, we've been talking about that throughout the month of January now to the month of February. It, it is interesting to know how the different members of the Trinity work, but we do know this, that the Word of God is revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. In mm-hmm. fact, the word inspiration is, is uh, inspired. Uh, the word inspired means God breathed, and the Bible tells us that it's the Spirit of God that breathes out the it. Word of yes. God. So yes. it's the Holy Spirit of God who's inspired the Scriptures. Yes. And you see that demonstrated in so many places. And again, I, I had, you know, one of the things I love about doing things like this is my own personal study and going and revisiting. So you, you see the Spirit of God right away in, in the first part of Genesis because the Spirit of God is referenced right in the beginning of creation. So he, he, uh, he is involved in the revelation. He's involved in the creation. He's involved in the inspiration. He is really key. And it's, it's such a shame that we very often skim over and don't learn about, as we should, the Holy Spirit. Well, he shows up in the second verse of the Bible. Yes. And, yeah. and, and you know, and he's, he's in the, he's in the uh, I think, one of the next to the last verses in the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. the Spirit and the Bride say, come. You know, so you've got the Holy Spirit in Genesis 1-2. You've got the Holy Spirit in Revelation 22. You know, I think one of the reasons why people struggle with the personhood of the Holy Spirit is the fact that there's not a material aspect to him. We, we tend to think about 
we make a mistake. We, we sort of attach personhood to a body because that's what we can see. And yet it's not the body that is the person. Right. Because when we go to a funeral and if there's a casket, the body's still there, but the person is gone. The spirit is gone. And so, you know, we are spirits and the Holy Spirit of God is a spirit. And, and it's that part of us, that spirit part of us that the Holy Spirit communicates with. And God the Father is a spirit as that's well. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think because we refer to him as God the Father, we have a mental image. Right. We have a mental image of a material yes, father. Yes. Yeah. And so we, we tend to go there. And then, of course, Jesus is God manifest in the flesh. Well, we get that. But the Holy Spirit sometimes is a challenge for us. But that's the best part of who the Holy Spirit is because... You know, uh, we're taping this on Sunday afternoon. Well, this morning and yesterday, we, we showed the presentation of the Project Generosity Checks, and, and a couple of those organizations were missionary organizations, Voice of the Martyrs is taking care of people all around the world, and the Bibles that are going to uh, some of the scary parts of the world. Well, we're never going to know those people till we get to heaven, but we have a spiritual bond with mm -hmm. them. I love what Lincoln said. We, you and I were watching a Lincoln uh, Documentary. documentary and and one of my favorite quotes of Lincoln is when he left Springfield he said to the people I, I leave you to the God who can both go with me and stay with you mm. and that is the Holy mm. Spirit of God if he were in a body he would be locked in a place in time but because he's not uh, a person in a body he can be with all of us I mean just like the Noah's window family we're all over the place today mm -hmm. but God's Spirit is with us he yes. is a person yes and, and, you know, I, I think so much of Satan's tricks because he, he wants us to not be aware, to ignore, to not understand the Holy Spirit of God who is actively loving us and working in our life. And uh, he doesn't want us to get to know the Holy Spirit. So my desire for all of us is to spend some time in these days to get to know the Holy Spirit and who he is and uh, what his role is in our lives. Well, Mary Alice, I, whatever else we could study, and we studied some wonderful things on Noah's window, but whew, this one's right up at the mm -hmm. top. It's it's a great study, and I know we're going to be doing that at least all this week. Yes, maybe and, next week. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I haven't listened to that first series of the Holy Spirit in a long time, and I don't even know how I came across it, but I was uh, going to speak at a conference somewhere, and I was driving, and I just listened to those messages one after the other. Mm -hmm. And even though maybe they weren't delivered all that well. I, I just thought about what God was teaching me and showing yes. me while I yes. was doing that series. And, yes. and it really revolutionized my life, and, my spiritual and, life. And it, I believe it revolutionized our church. And it was a bold move because in the day when you brought those series, it was considered a no-no. You just didn't talk about the Holy Spirit because it, it conjured up odd things in people's minds. And But it, it's so key. Well, we were a Baptist church in those days. <laughs> I remember I had another local pastor say to me, I've never heard a Baptist preacher preach on the Holy Spirit so much in my life. But I know this, getting to know who the real Holy Spirit was, not, not, a, uh, not, you know, not a denominational Holy Spirit, not a charismatic Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit from the Word of God, it really did revolutionize my life. And, and um, as you say, I believe it, it really did lay the foundation for ultimately what became New Spring Church. I believe that. Well, we're going to be talking about him all this week. Yes. Mary Alice, the Spirit of God is with us here today. So the good news is we can talk to him right now. That's so right. would you lead us in prayer? Yes, let's pray. Oh, Father, we are so thankful that you sent the Holy Spirit to minister to us, to love us, to teach us, to comfort us, all the things that he does in our lives. May we be aware, may we stop and be thankful and 
um, look for his feeling and his power in our lives uh, to, to live our lives the way you would have us to in a, in a life of victory. I pray that you'd be with all of our Noah's Window family, everyone that's watching or listening today. I pray that the Holy Spirit would be working in their life, yes. even today, Father, as, as they face whatever challenges are ahead. I pray that the Holy Spirit will guide them, will fill them, will give them the wisdom they need um, to live this life for you and to see victory in their life. And Father, we're just so thankful that we have watched the Holy Spirit work in our life, in our church, in our world, and we just pray that you would continue to do that according to your will, and we'll be careful to give you the glory and the honor and praise, and we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice. Thank you for joining us. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow to talk a little more about the Holy Spirit. Yes, we'll be back. We've got so much more to talk about. We love you guys, and we'll see you soon. God bless.